So we got to start off by saying good morning. Happy Father's Day. Active dads out there by any means. I know there's different situations. Hey, do what you got to do, brother. Do all you can. Okay, salute to all of y'all. We support y'all. We love y'all. We thank y'all. Okay, y'all don't realize how important that is. Look at me speaking. This is my first Father's Day, y'all. You know, I just had to come up with a little speech. Okay, shoot or shoot. <laughs> anyway, we got to get to the game. Cause, okay, because I don't have too much time. My gosh. The Brooklyn Nets, the Bucks. This was a fun series. Fun series. Um, it was a fun series. It's been a good playoffs thing. I mean, unfortunately, we have injuries, but as crazy as the injuries have been, this has been a good playoffs, right? It's, you know? So we got to talk about a combination of people. We got to talk about some things. I got on a certain player. I've been getting on a certain player because rightfully so. But I give credit where credit is due. Y'all can't say I don't. You can't say I don't. Paul George, I gave you your credit. I don't even call Look, I ain't even calling Pan MVP no more. Because he's out of it. Okay? The brother got his vaccination on the court. He's out of it. But let me tell you something. As much as I give credit, there are those that are in debt. And I haven't brought this person up yet. Even though they could have been brought up in the series, I just didn't expect. I, you got to be careful on certain types of games that you decide to criticize because it's a lot more difficult right Joe Harris my gosh the modern day Donnie Brasco I don't know who this brother is he was the number one shooter the number one shooter this year in the NBA now some people didn't know that yeah he is a known to shoot. He technically should have the number, the highest rated three, probably behind Steph. And maybe, it's, just, it's something with Kevin Durant. When you're talking about 1-2-K. <laughs> okay? I am perplexed. The brothers shooting on the court, I don't know, maybe maybe my TV's off or something. I don't know if they're swapping the court when he's shooting with one of them carnival basketball courts where you got to make one one out of 100 shots, you know, but the court's all hard and, and, and it's an oval, but the ball is about, is about you know, you, you bounce the ball, it goes all the way up to the sky. Every time we take the shots, I don't know why we're paying. We should be suing them. Impossible feat. Joe Harris is out there acting like that's what he's shooting on. And I'm just so confused. Now, I know that pressure busts pipes. But dang, Joe. That much? Like, bro, you know we still finna blame Kevin Durant. Like, you... I feel like he put more pressure on himself. But the dude is just absolutely... Terrible. This series. Absolutely terrible this series. You saw I took that pause because I was seriously like thinking, like, man, you were really bad. Blowing layers, missing cuts, missing a ball. I said, dang, Joe. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? On something, something going on in the family. Like I was just so confused on 
why is he performing so bad? Maybe it'll come out later. But you're when you're that good of a shooter, not a streaky shooter. You're not J.R. Smith. You're not a Marshall. You're not Nick Young. He's a shooter. He's a shooter, y'all. There's no reason for that. Joey Harris has zero chance of becoming a superstar. And he has very, 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 I mean, very, 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 very few chance of becoming a star in this league, unfortunately, just because of his role. He was the best role player, arguably, he was becoming one of the best role players in the league because of how dominant he was at shooting. And I know I'm getting on him for a while, and those who don't watch basketball too much, but those who do watch basketball understand why I'm getting on Joe, because Joe truly underperformed. He literally handicapped Kevin Durant severely. You know what I mean? He was supposed to be there. The way, okay, I'll, I'll give y'all an example. The way Jeff Green was shooting that game when Kevin Durant had his, you know, one of his, be- his best playoffs game ever, that's like, not maybe to that degree, but Joe is capable of doing that easily. It would have been like how we hyped it up for Jeff Green. We would have hyped that up for Joe. That, like, Joe is capable of doing that. But did you see that from Joe? Did anybody see that? Anyway, we're going to get off of Joe Harris. Yeah, out of the playoffs, brother. I'm waiting on that book of what, what you was going through while you was playing the playoff games. Maybe he lost sight. I don't know. But we're going to get to Kevin Durant real quick. Kevin Durant. The greatest score I've ever seen. I had to take. I, I say something slow because I have to make sure I'm believing what I'm saying. I'm not here for no clickbait. I don't even have anybody to bait. I mean, I barely got. But I get about ten views. But I'm still doing it out of love. Okay. Now, for some reason, and this has been a thing, and this has happened in the past too. I never. I mean, Golden State kind of, kind of mastered a little bit, but this happened in OKC. Why is James Harden and other people shooting the ball more than Kevin Durant in overtime? Why is that happening? Like, listen, y'all. There's only one other player in NBA history that should shoot the ball in front of Kevin Durant for the game winner, and that's Michael Jeffrey Jordan. And that's because Michael Jordan, not even because Michael Jordan's a better shooter, Michael Jordan is just so angry, and he takes everything. You know, I, I took that personal. He takes everything so personal that he has to make it. Like he wheels it in. He's he's a psychopath for greatness, for excellence. Kevin Durant doesn't have necessarily that Michael Jordan mentality. I don't think anybody would disagree with that. But he has the talent. He has the better talent of scoring than Michael Jordan. He does, y'all. Y'all know that. That's not hard to see. He just doesn't have the same mentality. It may be the same drive. There's no way Michael Jordan is going to allow a one-legged James Harden to shoot the ball more than him in the overtime of a game seven. Come on, y'all. Especially when you got 48 points. Come on, y'all. Let me tell y'all who got it off the hook. Okay, but first, we got to get back to this. I'm sorry. This is important. What I'm about to say is very important for legacies. Kevin Durant didn't lose any points in this as far as legacy nothing. You know what I mean? This wasn't like how when LeBron James lost to the Mavs and he lost legacy points. Right? This isn't like when Paul George didn't perform last year and he lost legacy points. But Kevin Durant didn't gain anything, y'all. 
we just put respect on his name that was already there. There are people that are already saying, yeah, Kevin Durant could do this. What Kevin Durant would have done would have been, if Kevin Durant would have went to the finals this year, right? And, and won, no matter what, right, if Chris Paul was playing or not, this would have been his greatest performance of his career. Remember, y'all, we talk about how man, these people lost championships, but y'all gotta remember this. Though LeBron James has lost a significant amount of championships, we give him a lot of credit for someone that he lost because of the fact that he was playing with injured players, because of the fact that the team he was taking was not as good as the teams he was facing. Oh, man, if it rhymes, it's real. So y'all got to remember that. KD, this would have been, um, we would have, like I said yesterday, even though I said the Bucks were going to win, if Kevin Durant would have won, we would have validated his championships in Golden State. Right? The same way we did with LeBron James when he won with Cleveland. That was the best thing that happened to LeBron James. Since the time he took Cleveland to 2007, notice how I skipped the heat years. When when LeBron James took the Cleveland Cavaliers, that terrible, awful team, for all intents and purposes, I could have been on that team. <laughs> At my age in 2007. That boy was carrying that team on his back. Say that was one of LeBron James' greatest performances. Same thing we do with Allen Iverson when he beat when he uh went and played the Lakers and he got that one game from them. We put those championships on a higher level than we put some people that actually got rings. Right? We do. You when you actually sit back and think about it, like, oh yeah, you know what? We never realized how important some types, very few though, some types of losings are. It's okay to lose in the right circumstances. You gain respect that way. We gave Jimmy Butler a little bit of credit last year. Actually, we gave him a lot of credit for losing to the Lakers. Jimmy Butler isn't, you know, we didn't put him like in this crazy stratosphere, but we, we put him up. We, we said, okay, hey, salute. Salute, Jimmy. This year didn't help. But that's the whole point. Kevin Durant didn't lose anything, but he had so much to gain and Unfortunately, he was able. He was un, He was unable to get it done. But the boy performed. We're not gonna take nothing from him. Nobody's gonna say nothing about Kevin Durant. Hmm. And I'm gonna tell you something else too. Yeah, I noticed I didn't bring up that last shot that he airballed. That's because he's that great of a score. He. You're not gonna. Him, Steph Curry, Devin Booker. For all in, Kevin Durant could have bounced that ball off the center of that that thing on his head. And if he said, "Hey, I took this. That was the way I was gonna shoot the ball." Oh, no, I don't care. You that great, Kevin. You can do whatever you want to do, Kevin. Nobody cares how you're shooting. And honestly, if he wasn't wearing those boots, they would have, they would have won that game. If he didn't have on boots on that final fourth quarter shot, oh my gosh. Oh, y'all don't understand how important these, these are big plays when we're speaking about legacy. But anyway, <clears throat> salute to the Bucks. I'm going to tell y'all somebody who's on a hot seat. How the Bucks head coach is like not being. I know we drug test players, but hey, are we hitting that coaching staff? Are we hitting the staff? Because I don't know what he's out there doing. I have no idea what he's out there doing. He, I'm, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm perplexed. He drew up the for the game winning play. He gave it to Brooke Lopez for what would have had to have been a. Corner fadeaway, almost fadeaway three. 
Brooke knew it was crazy. That's why Brooke didn't shoot it. Brooke said, hey, no. We're going overtime. Hey, Pess. He just threw it back. Brooke Lopez just grabbed the ball and said, no, no, no. Who? Like, that's where coaching comes into play, y'all. We get on the players a lot, but we got to get on the coaches. This playoffs has been a lot about coaching. has been a lot about it's been less about players and more about coaching if y'all really sit back and think like oh you know what you're right the Hawks coach is getting a lot of love because honestly this Hawks shouldn't be in the game seven the Sixers are actually just they're the more talented team unfortunately <laughs> well not unfortunately but they're the more talented team they just have the worst of the head coaches and it's showing you don't come back from two games down by 18 and 24 26 without bad coaching and good coaching on the other side. Trey Young has nothing to lose. No matter how, what Trey Young does today, it, it, he has nothing to lose. Trey Young can go zero for 10. Doesn't matter. He's stepped up in legacy points because he's, because of where he is in his career. It's okay. It's okay if he bombs this game. I don't think he's going to bomb. I don't think he's, he is a superstar already. He's a, he's a bonafide superstar. That's why I told you in the, the other podcast, he's in front of um, Donovan Mitchell. Right, he he is that good. He is he is a franchise. I can build my team around him type of player. The 76ers should win tonight. Whew. Even though they got a handicap, they got a bigger handicap than a paraplegic golfer on that side. I'm not gonna say no names. I'm not gonna say no names. Y'all watching? Y'all not blind? And even if you are blind, you can see that. Right? I'm not gonna say because I've already gotten on it. I'm not like again. I'm not out here to bully. I'm not. I'm just out here to call the game the way the game is. The 76ers should win tonight. This can help Joel Embiid. This can definitely help Joel Embiid's uh, legacy. I don't know if it will, because I don't know what the Sixers are going to do. They have the worst coach in the series. This series, the the um, the Bucks head coach. Oh, he needs to go. Has, he, there's no way he should still be on that team. I don't care. I don't care if they win the championship. You better Jerry Krause that boy. I don't care what you do. You're out of here. Now, I know I made a prediction with the... With the um, so I have the Bucs going to the finals. I'm just going to say that. The Bucs are going to play the 76ers. The Bucs are the more talented team of the 76ers. Though they're both kind of built the same, we're kind of really expecting the... Um, like Tobias Harris and Seth Curry are net needed to get off in order to win. Just like Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday are needed to get off and win. It's not the superstar that wins these guys the games. Right? They're really a team-oriented type of thing. Which is nice. It's different. It's cool. It's not really a winning formula, even though they are going to one of those teams are gonna be in the finals. You need like a Kevin Durant or a LeBron James, you know what I'm saying, with a little bit of help. But sometimes you got the, those guys like Chris Middleton, Chris Middleton, Seth Curry. They're easily sometimes the, the leading scorer for their team. You know that's that's not really a common thing. But salute to them. Hey, when there's a way, there's a way. Now I'm gonna get to the other series real quick. When I said the Clippers and Suns, I said that without the Suns having Chris Paul. 
So I got to make sure I, I'm, I'm very clear on that. If he is coming back, then I'll, I will make correct edits. Okay. Same equivalent if, if I pick the Suns and they say Kawhi's coming back. Obviously, But if if it stays the way it's per, it's set up to be right now, I have the Clippers because the Clippers have a great coach. Tyronn Lue is like Eric Sporster. If you actually look, they're literally following the same path. Tyronn Lue is is a good coach. This was a big year for coaching because when your stars go down, that's when you see where coaching really comes into play. You see what I'm saying? When stars go down, that's when coaches step up. Steve Nash, bro, I, I respect you. Be, I respect you for the fact that you kind of just let them do whatever they want to do. But at the same time, I would have done the same thing. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm saying? But I can't really call nothing on Steve Young. I, I mean, I'm sorry, Steve Nash. Can't really say nothing. Not really. He's in. He got put in the same position as Steve Kerr, but with more ammo. Actually, I'm not. Yeah, Steve. Steve Nash. I don't know, bro. I don't know. We don't know. I'm not gonna say nothing. I'm not gonna put him in no debt. I'm not gonna give him no credit. We just, you know, what I'm saying. There's no cards in your wallet. I'm not gonna do anything. Anyway, tonight's game should be a good game. Should be. Could it be a blowout easily? We don't know what to do with the 76ers and Hawks. Nobody knows. Nobody knows what to do with it. We have no idea. It's been a fun series. This has been fun playoffs. With all the injuries and stuff, it's still been a very, very fun playoffs. It wouldn't shock me if either team wins. I do have the 76ers winning. I do. If I had to put my money down, I'd put it on the The Sixers are the better team. The Hawks have the better coach, and it shows. Because it should not be a game seven. It shouldn't be. Once again, I said what I said earlier. I'm not going to say it again. I'm not going to bring it up. You know, I'm not going to do that. But there's a reason why it's a game seven as well on the court. Anyway, if y'all have anything else y'all want me to bring up, I'm going. I'm so excited. There's a lot of football stuff to bring up. I'm going to talk about it. But I had to give credit where credit is due on the court because the NBA is actually happening right now. But if y'all want me to bring anything up, if I've left anybody out, if I left anybody out or yesterday, hey, you didn't bring this up. Hey, this guy, this guy didn't show up. Shout out to Bruce Brown. That boy played a really good series. Terrence Mann. I'm 